Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hi everybody, Russell and my hammer's lemon. Hope you're all safe and well. If you're new to the channel, please consider subscribing, hitting the bell icon so you're made aware anytime we put new content on. Uh, only a few weeks to go before we uh, kick off the season and then we'll see what happens. So while I'm in some sort of still in a, a, a haze of optimism, we'll keep you going. Um, <laughs> got loads of guests coming up, loads of good charity work over September. Make sure you watch all that as well um, for Iron Supporting Food Banks and also um, Steve Krieger with the Isla's Fight stuff. Um, today's guest, now Irons United, big friends of the channel. We've had Anton, we've had Stell, we've had Jim, we've had Alf. We've had Rich, and now we've got Luke. Finally, have we got Luke in? How's it going, man? How are you? Yeah, last but not least. Uh, no, I'm good, <laughs> mate. I'm, I'm I'm very I'm very good. This uh, I've been looking. For, me and you've been talking about doing this for ages. And uh, if it ain't if it ain't me that will kind of organise something, it's, it's you or whatever way around. But it's uh, yeah. it's finally come about. And I've, like I said to you before, um, I'm probably changed my team in the last last three weeks or whatever because you just you just remember certain things that pop up in your head. So. Um, I'm, I think I'm good now. I think I'm all ready. Just about. I've had enough time <laughs> to get myself sorted and organised. So uh, yeah, yeah. Let's let's go for it, mate. I'm how's um, how's how's everything been going in sort of this weird world we live in for you at the moment? I'll be honest with you. I I, I class myself as uh, being very fortunate that um, mm. I've I've kept my job through um, through lockdown. I've, yeah. I've, I've apart from weekends and you know doing a bit of overtime here and there, I've, I've been working non-stop. Um, I haven't really had much holiday either, to be fair. I think I've been trying to just save it up so I can go on a big long holiday for two weeks, say, or whatever that. Um, but I'm also season ticket holder and you sort of get yeah. used to going to the games every week and no matter how much you sort of, I think you get used to that, that, that routine of going. Um, exactly. And since we haven't been there, you, no matter how much you slag off the stadium, no matter how much the team piss you off every week because they, they lose and whatever, you do just kind of you, you miss it after a while and you miss the sort of the banter you have with the people you go with and all this sort of stuff like that so i've been working not going to football and that's not the best life for anyone because you, you can you, life can get a bit stale when uh when yeah. that happens and you know it's it's, it's not it's not the worst life you know but it's not the best life either at the moment is it? no so. that's true i know what you mean someone i interviewed um simon pentol and he likened 
Um, he's always on the Stop Hammer Time podcast, and and he likened it to um, being in an abusive relationship. In that he's a QC as well, so it's like it's even worse. But right. being in like an abusive relationship where you just keep going back to the same person, thinking they'll change, um, yeah. but doesn't matter what happens, they'll beat you, and next day you'll you'll, you'll walk in and make them dinner. And and it's horrible, it's, it? it's, it's just like it is, isn't it? It's it's so true. It's like someone also said it's a bit like the last few years have been like going to West Ham is a bit like a chore, but it's a chore yeah. they want to keep doing, and I and I totally get that. Um, and it must be weird. I mean, I I was fortunate as well because obviously I'd never really stopped going really because I studied all the all the lockdown games and um, mm. and for someone you know I mean your seasons to get older as you said at West Ham going on a Saturday or whenever it was a Sunday or a Tuesday or whatever was sort of a routine and then yeah. it must be weird looking at a home game not being there and watching it on the telly. It must be such a strange feeling. It's funny, it's weird because uh, one of the local pubs in the town, um, I go there with uh, a couple of family members and family friends and, and, and we've sort of built, built up a little group. Um, mm. we, we'd never we'd never be with them during home games, we'd always be with them um, for away games and we couldn't get tickets and whatever. And since lockdown restarted we've been joining them more and it is weird to see like the like London Stadium on the TV and going, I'm not there. You're sort of looking for your seat. You're going. I wonder if I wonder if what they've done with my seat. They pulled a shadow over it or anything like that. And it it, yeah. it, it, it does it does kind of reality. It's like a reality check that wow, this this is this is watching watching football without fans. I don't think I'll ever get used to it. And um, I'm not sure how the players have coped with maybe the, the lack of pressure. Maybe they feel a bit more free without the fans always there, um, especially if they're not playing particularly on their, on their backs and stuff like that. But um, like I say, it's kind of giving more opportunity to watch games with people that I wouldn't normally watch. You know, if I be at the game themselves, and they'd ask me, like, you know, what's it like going to the home game? What's the stadium like? Stuff like that. And sometimes you can just go, oh, it's, it's, it's all right. We won last week, and then the next yeah. week it's like, oh, crap. So, you know, it's, 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 it's horrible. We lost last week. So it's, it's it's been it's been a learning curve for me for what it's like going yeah. back to just going. But luckily, I've had a publisher showing football. So I can't, I well, can't, is, I yeah. can't about that. I mean, are you a are you a crowd noise on or crowd noise off type guy? I'm, I'm, I'm I can't. See, this is this is a, this is weird with me, right? Because I'm I'm a crowd noise off because I know it's purely there because it's it's you got to try and get some atmosphere for the people that care about atmosphere when they're watching football and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. But I also I also like things like a, like a American commentary when they go over the top and they're really dramatic, like they start screaming over someone making a really good pass. And I got I watch like me and brother watch games all the time. And he can't stand that. He's like, oh, no, the Americans, they go over to the top of it. But I'm like, yeah, no, I love all that. I love all that. But then, yeah, I'm going, nah, turn that turn that fake crowd and all stuff. I can't stand it. There's no fans there. Why do I want to feel like they are there in the first place? So it's a bit strange with me. But I, I definitely have it off. And it's, uh, I tell you what is quite interesting when you hear the coaches at the side and you can hear yeah. David Moyes. Get, but you can't hear what he's saying because he's, he's a very strong, broad Scottish accent. But yeah. you sort of know that, that oh, okay, that, that boat's getting a, getting a telling off because he ain't doing his job. He's, yeah. You know, you wouldn't hear that if, if, if the uh, fans were there. No, you wouldn't. Yeah, it's a really good point, actually. And I think a lot of people who, who like the crowd noise off tend to be ones who just want to hear them swear on daytime yeah, TV. Yeah. You know, it's like, and yeah. just and just wait for the commentators to apologise for the for the, for the lang- any round language. What do you expect? Know. You know what I mean? It's like, that's, 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 that's more annoying than, than the swearing anyway, than just no. going, oh, I'm really sorry if you heard some colourful language there. It's colourful language. It's football. Get out yeah. there. Have a watch this. What it's like every week. It's just like, and exactly, it's like, that's exactly what happens when, 
you know the fans are there and you know they got the the mics and they pick up all the you know the yeah. referees are you know the w word and stuff like that and but it's just it's just as you said it's just football and i think it's it's the same with rugby i used to love it when they had the ref cam on the ref was mic'd up on rugby it'd be the different same thing game, different, different game. game and they swear but they, they always say sir at the end yeah, it's like yeah. Yeah, fuck you, sir. <laughs> sir. <laughs> it's like fair enough, you know. There's always respect for the referee, but no, it's um, yeah, it's weird, isn't it? It is weird when you look at it. Um, I mean, it's like it's. I mean, I was at the Brentford game on on Saturday, and it was like, mm. like I know it's. I mean, it's been quiet because obviously it's quiet anyway. But there's only but there's usually like thirty, forty journalists there at least. Yeah. Um, there was like three. On Saturday, it was it was like a behind proper old school behind closed doors, and it was like really really quiet, you know, so much so did, that. Did, I ended... Can I can I ask you something? Did you take cool. did you actually take a shit on uh, Nigel Khan's seat that you said you were going <laughs> no, to? You, you, you cut the feed, and I swear to God, that in the group chat, I went straight in and went, please, please say that it, please say, mate, you made it better. You probably made it look better, to be fair. Keep it warm for him. Yeah, keep it warm. Yeah, sort of at least you know, sort of. Uh, Put some good fertilizer on there, and he might grow up a little little flower by the time he gets back. But you nice never know, mate. No, I you didn't. Unfortunately, know. he hasn't told me. He sent me the row, and I just haven't got enough in me to do the whole row. To be honest, you know, I might have a curry tonight <laughs> on Friday and have a go, and just like you know, proper like like scoot down the thing, like shoot down. But I, uh, good old Nigel. I, I half wish I hadn't asked you that question now. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love Nigel. I'm his best customer. Yeah, he's um, so he's all right. He's a good boy. I like him. He's a nice guy. Um, yeah. And, you know, anyone who brings me a salt beef bagel on a Saturday morning is all right. He'll he, he, do that, but he, he won't do it for you again because you just called it a bagel. He calls it a yeah. bagel, doesn't he? I know, he does. And it's true. And because actually, he, he, but if he gets them from Bagel Bake, then he, in yeah. Brick Lane, and it is pronounced bagel. Yeah, it's mm. pucker. I mean, that's the best one. I mean, there's two of them. That's yeah. the best one. And and Nigel, and that's you know, everyone knows that. And um, but I used to work for a Jewish company, and obviously there right. were bagels. And so it's like it's it's you know it's like to, tomato tomato. But um, well, one thing I like about old Nigel is the fact that you can't really talk about anything without him giving a backstory or or oh. the history of it. After which is good. He's always got a way of telling it nice because he seems to keep people interested. But it's just. You can't just say, oh, yeah, that's quite nice. Oh, yeah, that was built in 1575, and that's been <laughs> Yeah, no, he's great. He's like, no, he's he loves his history, doesn't he? He loves it. And I think, actually, do you know what? Nowadays, and it's it's, it's sad because, like, you know, I think people, you know, obviously people talk about West Ham in, in sort of the, the past tense, and, and it is a bit like that. And, you know, so it's, it's good to have people like Nigel around to just give some context and stuff. And, yeah. you know, to be honest, he's the oldest bugger on... On Irons United, isn't he? Or Jim, when Jim turns up, but yeah. I think Stell, Stell might be up there. He's going to hate me <laughs> saying that. No, it's all right, Stell. Friend of the channel. Yeah, now I'm, we've got, I'm going to, I've got Stell, I, I stitched up Anton with the uh, quiz last week and uh, I'm going to stitch up Stell with a quiz in a couple of weeks' time. Why but, not? Why not? He, he knows I'm. He, he knows I'm going to stitch him up, but he doesn't know how I'm going to stitch him up. But it's going to be good. He's going to be good. That's the game, isn't it? So yeah, it's, that's, that's what it is, and that's what I love about this. The, all the, you know, it's, I was like, like you got, you know, and obviously you were on that gift the gab the other day, or, you know, whatever. That was, it was, and I love all that stuff. I just think it's really nice that you know we can still come together as 
individual channels or whatever and just have mm. a and just talk you know and it is it's like yeah. no one's there's no nastiness about it everyone's doing their own thing and it's nice there's no one really slags anyone else off and it's that west ham so community it, isn't it? it yeah it is and it's yeah. and it's really nice to, to do that um i mean you know if it weren't for if it weren't for any of the youtubers really this channel wouldn't have done what it's done just because it wouldn't exactly so it's all blossomed it's like it a flower, is. Yeah, it's like it's like a flower. Just like that flower that's gonna be on Nigel's seat come uh, come November. Give it a few Because <laughs> <laughs> 'Cause they're not gonna clean big, them, are they? Big they old sunflower. Gonna, but they ain't gonna clean the seats, are they? Because they who, who would know? Who would know? They need to with this virus going about. They need to get right on the sanitizer. Well, that's a good point. Yeah, think, yeah thinking about it in retrospect, yeah. Actually, they should all be thoroughly, you know, professionally cleaned before anyone gets back in, whenever that may be. Although I was reading today, Arsenal. They reckon the Arsenal... What's the name game? Sheffield United game? Something like that? Is gonna, they reckon they're going to have fan, like start having fans in at that game. Um, and obviously, West Ham, mm. West Ham Arsenal ladies, that's one of the test games, isn't yeah. it, as well? So, what will be will be, man. But I mean, you know, mm. for my own, you know, my own sort of. Um, interesting. Yeah, it will be interesting to see what happens and how it all works. And yeah, I mean, I saw the 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 the, um, the Brighton, Chelsea stuff, and it was like, oh, yeah. Would you really want to? You know, it's like, oh, this is going to be weird. Never this, but no, nah, I don't think it's going to be for a lot selfish, of people. Selfish point of view. Yeah. But... No, it is. Yeah, and selfish point of view, I quite like. I get home in 20 minutes yeah. from a Saturday yeah. and I get a car park space. I haven't got to get the train. I literally pull Probably. up to the front door. I like, Do you know what? <laughs> I don't mind, but yeah. But it'd be great. As soon as everyone's back, it'd be better. Because I just think you're right. You know, you meet, It's not about the football. It's about, as you said, the game with your mates and, and the banter and all that type of stuff. And you yeah. can't replicate it in Zoom or anything like that. Yeah, obviously, people can get to the pub a little bit more now, but still, it's not mm. the same yet. But um, anyway, we digress. As always, um, on this channel, um, the first question. <laughs> Twelve minutes in, it sounds like one of Stell's like introductions, isn't yeah, it? Really? Yeah. God. Dear. Anyway, and first question. Welcome, everyone. Um, it, why is West Ham your club, Luke? Why are you a West Ham fan, mate? To be honest with you, I think most people will agree with this here, how they become a West Ham fan as well. It's this down the family. Um, my yeah. dad was a dad's a West Ham fan. Granddad's a West Ham fan. It's funny because I grew up with um, uh, two lads who were who were Man United fans, and and after and you know, I was sort of at that age, I was a bit in and out. With, with, uh, Man United was successful at that time, so they were always on TV as well. But they was all like on like half past twelve on a Saturday when we'd be going out as mates playing football and the rest of it. And after a while, they were like, "Well, why don't you support Man United?" And I thought about it, and I was like, eh, "Maybe, maybe, I, maybe I should." I, I'll admit this. I'll admit this. There was a time when I was a bit, you know, here and there, but I was, I was, only, I was only young. Um, and my dad, my dad just went, "Just please don't." Just, just don't support my United. So no, it's easy too because your mates do and all that. And I was a bit like, no, that's somebody convincing. You know, they, 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 I'm watching my United win on TV. It's quite, this is quite exciting. Yeah. And then he went, look, and he went, he went, great. You, you love Granddad. Granddad sports West Ham as well. Went, is he? Oh, okay, I'll sport West Ham as well. Oh, then and he was he a bit like, the Granddad oh, card. Okay, yeah, yeah. So that was it. I remember that being it. But it, it's, it's one of those things where, um, I think I've always sort of liked the fact that. My family have always watched the games as much as they can. It, it, it's when West Ham played, I'd go around with granddads or with family members, and we'd all sit down and watch the games. Mm. And, and I did. I thought the only unfortunate thing was I did. I never actually went to Upton Park that much. It was probably about four times, um, yeah. which is quite unfortunate, really. But it was due to due to circumstances and money and all this, all the rest of, of it. And luckily, I've been able to get a season ticket for the new stadium. But 
um, as a rule. It's just it's just out the family, and it, it, it's just grown on me. And to be fair, I don't care what anyone says. I think a lot of people will say this is that when you actually become a West Ham fan and you start wearing a shirt, maybe out and about, you you don't realise how many other people support West Ham. That's so true. And and you know you could be walking down the street and someone you wearing a West Ham shirt. Someone shuts you up, the Amers, or they cross their arms, or do something like that, and 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 you go, well, where's another one? I remember walking. I must be about eighteen, or going to a pub, um, and this this one pub or two pubs. There must have been about five West Ham fans, just just all under their shirts. They didn't know if there was any West Ham fans about, and I walked in with my shirt open. And, well, we'll take ours off now. We'll, you know, we're West Ham fans as well. <laughs> but um, you know, you know, players that signed all the time. So I can't believe how how well supported the club is. That's it takes one, one one influence in your life, and and bang, you you. You're a fan for your life, you know. It's true. It's so true. And actually, I didn't really think about that, to be honest, because the amount of we've been very fortunate to interview some ex, quite a few ex-players and 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 sort of particularly the foreign-based hammers. Um, they they were always saying, you know, we I didn't realize, you know, I'd be on holiday and there'd be a West Ham fan there, mm. and I'd be on holiday, be West Ham. And it's true. I mean, I literally when I pack when I pack, uh, you know, to go on a holiday, when I remember them, I remember holidays, do you remember holidays? They were quite good, they, I think they were quite fun, really. Um, distant memory. Distant, distant memory. memory. I mean, my holiday is going to be my new floor, apparently, so we've, we're reinvesting our holiday yeah. salary, which I just yeah. got back from, to a brand new floor, so there we go. As long as there it's nice, as long as it's nice. Well, my wife has very expensive it. tastes, so yes. Um, um, and, and so, yeah, I mean, it's true. I literally would pack. I mean, I, me and my daughter, we always have a little thing. We always travel in colours. So wherever we go right. on holiday, we always travel in colours because you'd always get someone at the, at the you know, the security gate at Stansted or yeah. whatever or when you get to Dubai or whatever and mm. the guy, oh, West Ham, you know, and it's all and all yeah, around the pool yeah. and it was, oh, West Ham, you know, and it's like, yeah, yeah, and you end up sort of chatting and, and, and about absolute, you know, it's in like, places, mate. it does, it really sometimes. does, it really does. I got into, um, <laughs> when I used to, when I, I spent a lot of time in, in the States and I, I'd go and see the Red Bulls quite a bit when I was over there and I turned up, because obviously at the games now, I always turn mm. up like, we, I, I'm at the ground game four hours early, so yeah. when I go to watch, I, I used to turn up to the ground four hours early and was surprised I couldn't get in. It's like, well, don't, don't fucking open for two hours, hour and a half, you stupid. Yeah. Um, but I used to get, and I used to wear West Ham, and I got in on the fact that, and I was like, I mentioned what I did at the club, and I was, you know, right, doing yeah, a bit of, yeah, I was doing a bit yeah. of, uh, you know, sort of scouting, you know, looking at what mm. other area, oh, come in and, I you know, yeah, have yeah, a shirt, yeah. have a scarf, make sure to tell everyone how great we are, and oh, yeah, we'll do. Um, it's like the other day, literally, I went to get my car done, I live in Hornchurch, and I went to get my car done, obviously, Hornchurch is a West Ham area anyway, really. And I wore my West Ham shirt. The guy at the garage had a half an hour conversation about West Ham. Brilliant. And then I literally yeah. parked up. And then some old blokes walking up the road with his dog. I opened the door and still don't sign no one. What? He's like, we still don't sign no one. I'm like, oh, yeah, we haven't. And then it's like, yeah, <laughs> just, yeah. you know, his head's not in the right Catch space. God. It does. Yeah. It does. Um, it's like the other day I was at um, Lakeside and... And someone asked me if uh, do you do that YouTube channel? And I was like, Yeah, I do. And I and I thought, oh, oh I got spotted. And yeah, I was thinking, yeah. but I was wearing my face mask, right? And it's like oh. these eyes aren't that deceptive, you know, it's not oh, those are Russell's eyes, are they? It's like, do you know, do you know, know what they must have been re- they're they're really dreamy. I'm starting to get a bit dizzy now looking at them to be fair. They're quite they're quite, you know, they, they entice piercing, you in, Russ. They entice piercing you in. sort of bluey grey 
green eyes that's what it is i mean that's clearly how i nab my wife but um uh, <laughs> but no it is and it's it's so true but you're right it's always everywhere west there's west ham fans everywhere and doing mm. this channel as well and obviously when you're doing i mean you know rich is in south africa you know what i mean it's like yeah. you know yeah, it's totally. and that's just i think i've been indian hammers in bangalore and Fantastic. las vegas and everyone in between it's it's mental it's mm. mental how big our fan base is um, it is, and it's, and it's, it's a bit more disappointing that we don't. It's a bit more impressive considering, considering we don't have as much success as possibly we, exactly. we should do. Yeah. But it's also at the same time, it's a bit of a pity because it's like we should have more success. It, it, yeah. The club could be three times as big. Um, but then again, you sort of think to yourself, well, we're like this because we're, we're, we're like we are. If we were like a Man United or if we were like a Liverpool, we were just chasing the titles all the time. You, can't, you might lose some of that character, which many, which many fans think we have done with moving to the new stadium anyway. But, you know, you kind of sort of, it's, it's, it, that, that sums it up. That guy walking past you going, still ain't signed no one. You sort of bond on the negative as a West Ham yeah, fan. It's no so like, it's like, oh, that, that play was great. That, that win was great the weekend. It's always like, oh, I lost again the weekend. Oh, another relegation battle this season. Oh, well, mine, there you go. That's it. <laughs> it's, it's, it's always, you, you do just bond on negatives all the time, unfortunately. It's, it's that weak, it's that sort of East End spirit of the blitz type attitude yeah. isn't it and i think you're right I'm, totally. I'm the same way i mean yes part of me would love us to be a premier league champion you know one day but part of me is like what would that take you know as you said people criticize it now what would it take yeah. to get to that level it would be it mean millions hundreds of millions of pounds of investment infrastructure yeah. from the ground and it's like would you know there was something about West Ham when I was young, and it was always a bit spit and sawdust sort of way of. You know, yeah. But it was like East, it was like the East End way Raw. of doing it, you know. Um, yeah. And it's just like, yeah, I, I know what you mean, uh, but yes, yeah, so we've been bonded by failure, but that's what it is, yeah. isn't it? and that's, that's why West Ham fans, yeah, I think that's why West Ham fans are just the way they are, and they have a mm. unique personality. You know, and it is okay. unique. You know, they, they, they laugh in the face of adversity. They know the drops are coming. They know they're going to turn up at Chelsea and then lose yeah. to Burnley. But you yeah. know it's yeah. going to happen. And that's why I think you have to watch every game because it could be that game that they turn up. It's, it, it's weird because I, I look back now and I think the mates, you know, go and oh, we've got Ronaldo, Rooney up front, you know, this, that and the other. And you kind of go, you must go, you must go into a game wondering how many goals you're going to score. Mm. I go into a game wondering if we're going to score, yeah. and wondering how many goals we're going to concede. And it's 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 uh, you kind of go to yourself. It's almost like a, a, this is the thing when when I think when top teams score, you they kind of go yes, right, this is it, this is done. Yeah. When we score, we're like oh, we scored, fucking hell, like you know, we we we, we really you know, brilliant. We you know let's let's get another one. Oh, like we conceded. Oh, I'll give us another one. So mm. it, it's it, it it is different. It's a completely different ball game. And and yeah. I'll be I'll be honest with you. When when Fergie I think retired from from United, I, I said to uh, I said to my mate of mine, I said, said oh, you, you're going to be like West Ham now. You're going to go right then. He goes, no, no, no we're, we're, we're United. He's built up a built up a team now. And I said, do you never get bored of winning? Is he not yeah. like, oh, again, we're going to try? And he goes, no, because you're always fighting for it. You're always fighting for it. Because Man City at them, they were they were trying to win the league as well. So mm-hmm. your rivals are now almost going to try and take over you, or they possibly could do anyway. I said, is it not like a bit of like, oh, this is quite exciting actually, a bit like Tottenham and Arsenal, like you know, now you've finally got your main local rivals you're going up against you. He was like, no, 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 we, we're all about the winning, mate. We're all about winning, and then and then City did win it, and he came back to me and he went, actually, I'll be honest with you, he said, I gutted we lost it, but it was like, oh, hold on, they are capable of doing it, 
Yeah, we have exciting, got some competition yeah. now, and it was a bit like, oh well, like, you know, there's, there's new boys on the block, and it was it almost mm. like, oh, this is this is, and then you start looking at the top six, and you go, this is not just the top three anymore, it's the top six now, and years and years have gone by, and unfortunately, the only time West Ham have ever looked like we're going to crack that was in you know the last season of bowling, um, and it, it, it's it's quite everyone takes a piss out of Mark Noble saying, um, including myself, including saying, oh, this this club ain't run like a circus no more, which is very ironic. Mm. Um, but I think at the same breath, most West Ham fans would have agreed with him at that time, because it looked like we were really heading the yeah. right way. But, but in, in a more ironic turn is that when they had that hologram of Bobby Moore turning the lights off on the screen, it seems to have literally killed off the club in, the, in that way in a little bit. Like it, that mm. is a part, a big part of us. The, yeah, the, I the think, symbol, and I the think, symbolism for it. I think I, I agree, and I think actually, you know, partly, but I, I think it's just a factor of. Sp- football in general you know I mean, it, it just seems to coincide you know it's like you don't get even I, I mean I don't know if, I can't speak you know for other clubs and stuff but you look at sort of what's been going on and and other teams and stuff and I just think football in general has become has, has gone to this sort of uber professional level now where it isn't about the fans it isn't, no, you know. It's no, like you I, know when when when, yeah. when when like Messi's available for seven hundred, and, and a man said, "Oh yeah, we'll buy him." It's like, well, how the actual fuck can you buy him? Like the, you know, yeah. it's like, and it's like football is at that level now where it's almost like a commodity. And it was a little bit mm. like that when I remember when Abramovich came in, and yeah, yeah. and it was like, oh, that's going to ruin the. And then there was talk of other sort of Russian oligarchs coming in and making it almost because yeah. they did that with the the Russian ice hockey they all bought their own right. teams and bought the best players in and go look at us you know yeah. i've got a bit and um and it, it got a bit like that when there was several sort of you know sort of maybe middle eastern sort of people looking after different company country uh, clubs right. and it was very much like that um and i just think it's indicative really of football which is a shame um because yeah it's i mean you know i mean yeah just looking at it from west ham perspective that's, yeah that's that's the thing is that you know i can't it's not the fact that I'm like oh, I'm, I hate GSB. They're out. Like I literally, I cannot. The way they've handled the club, yeah. I feel is really, really unprofessional. And mm. it, it's, it's not just me going. I don't like them. Get them out of their scum. It's you could literally research and pinpoint the things where they've they've, they've, they've let themselves down. With what they've mm. said, it's, it, half of the thing is their own point. But when people go, oh, you know, well, if they left, who would you want to get in? You don't know because there's no one really that's knocking at the door. And that's what I mean. But, it's yeah. But for, but for me, it's kind of like well. I don't necessarily. If, if no one's going to buy us out, you, you can't literally go right. You go and no one else to run the club. It, it would be you know the biggest balls up in football history. But I, I, I'm behind GSB out purely because I think I want the owners to know that you're still not going to get off lightly. Yeah. Like, like this, you're still going to be criticised. Like we are going to be on your back, and it, it's mm. the protests kind of need to be there. If not, just to say, just spend some money. I don't care. I don't yeah. care if you don't. I don't care if you don't want to spend the money. You've got to just to appease the fans, and that's yeah. that's that, for me. That's the fans getting the power back mm. that they've kind of lost. I think over the years, and, and it's we true. Are, and obviously, you can you can see it with you know. Newcastle as well. I mean, Newcastle have mm. the same issue. But to be honest, even under previous regimes, four or five ownerships back, it's never been yeah. different. We had no. three, and that's what and, that, and that's what I try and you know I'm I, I you know I I am what I am, um, but. You know, that's what I try and talk to people about is, you know, for me, 1960, we had three of World Cup winning players yeah. in our squad and we finished sixth. 
we didn't, you know, it's like, yeah, we had a bit of cup success, and but we still didn't win a league with three of the best players in the world in our teams. You know what I mean? And right. it's just, and it's, yeah. it's another change. Yeah. And that's why I like, I love interviewing the guys who like were fans in like the 60s and stuff, because they they see, you know, it's, it's cyclical. And it is, yeah, the bond schemes in the 80s and stuff like that. And it is cyclical. And I think it is endemic of, you know, I mean, you know, you look at, look at Arsenal, look at all the arson out stuff, you know, and, and stuff like yeah. that. It is, and it is, it, but that's how people vent, and it's true. But fans, fans, is essentially sorry. Is is we are we are a fickle bunch, right? But we're yeah, fickle because yeah, we're passionate. Yeah. We we we're, we're totally emotional. We are, we, yeah. we yes, we we all know the back of our heads. We're customers. We're only there to make the club money, and the club don't yeah. look at us like we're, we're humans. They look at us as ching 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 every time we go through that turnstile, right? Yeah. But at the same time. You know, we are kind of our own worst enemy in that regard. That we're just we're very like, ah, I'm really angry, and it's suddenly I'll see it next week. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. But the, 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 my problem at the moment with with kind of West Ham's ambitions is the fact that I think we've got to let go of this whole cup run thing because don't mm. get me wrong, I would I would love to win the FA Cup. I, I love the League Cup. I know people say it's the Mickey Mouse Cup, or you oh, know, it's it's to me, love it. I, I, to me, I, I, I personally, I'd love to win it. I, I watch it every time it's on TV. Um, but football's moved on to a point now where you're asking the owners to go out and buy loads of money and buy world-class players, right? Mm. Players don't come, especially to the Premier League, to win the FA Cup and League Cup. They come no, to the right. Premier League to win the Premier League and get in the Champions League. Whether they want to do that mm. because it's a way to put their own wages up, but you know, Arsenal, just, Arsenal have just won the, the FA Cup, right? Mm. And... It's, they're, they're they're brilliant. They're, they're you know they're, they're happy and the, the you know Aubameyang and Lacazette are celebrating and stuff. But if you said to Aubameyang now, we're we're going to try and win the FA Cup again next year and not mm. really worry about Europe because we're building for the future, he'd probably go. I, I didn't come here to win the FA Cup, mate. I, I come here to try and be in the Champions League. You know, mm. it, it, I came to trophy. But these players don't look at. The, they don't even know about the League Cup half the time. It's like, oh, oh, was it, was it this week? Oh, was it a midweek game? We played Atkinson Stanley at home. Um, yeah, I, I prefer to play yeah. uh, Barcelona away in, in midweek. And and for me, it, it, it's 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 the supporters' cup, if you know what I mean, because the supporters still look at it as like that was the big one. That was the one mm. that everyone wanted to win back in like the eighties and nineties, oh, seventies. Totally. And it's not. I'm not hindering it. It's fantastic. I'd love to win the cup as well. But football's but spending money on players now. Especially if you're buying them from foreign leagues, they don't they don't know about the FA Cup, they don't know about the League Cup, they know about the Prestige, no, they, they know about the Champions League, and that's what they want. And, and, and they unless... know about they know about this though, Luke. That's what they exactly. want, isn't it? and that's the exactly. trouble. And again, yeah. and that's yeah. and that is another issue I think we have as it's indicative of the modern game, is you know where that sort of it's a bit like whenever we get very it's a bit like Brexit, wasn't it? You had this sort of like yeah. people had these yeah. different yeah. like this utopia view of what it was in when we weren't in the EU and stuff. And that's a bit like what we are as football, as football fans as well, because mm. we get influenced by older people who talk louder to say, oh, it was all about, you know, oh, it was loyalty and da, da, da. And it was, you know, Bob, you know, Billy mm. Bonds, tw- two testimonials, Alvy Martin, two, you know, Martin Over was the exception to the rule. And now it's like, if you get a player or a manager for three years, you've done well with that player. Yeah. And, yeah. and, and that's, and again, we get, oh, they've got to be loyal. Da, da, da. And it's like, well, you know, it's about, you see, you're right, it's about passion, but it's about, and you're thinking, you know, if you've got a new job, and you got and someone offered you the same job you're doing now, but for like I don't know ten grand yeah. more, you'd be there straight yeah. away. You'd be like, yeah. "How long have I got? A month? Off I go." And that's the trouble, isn't it? And I think we we don't it's, see it as a job for them. They do. No, that's it. It's because we we haven't got sixty thousand fans 
looking at yeah. us in an office it's going, true. you know, email that spreadsheet, you know, contact that person, <laughs> get that deal done, get the invoice in, he's got the invoice in, let's celebrate, let's all get the piss up, you know, all done, we had a great day away. It's, 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 that's what I'm saying. You can't. You, for me, you can't compare it to a normal job. Nah, no, no, no. We don't. We don't. We don't be in a normal job. If it was up to us, we'd have all the skill in the world. We'd be playing for West Ham ourselves out there. We'd, yeah. all be, we'd all be scoring goals for the Amazon. But it, 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 it's that in a way that's why you love the game because because it, it's never boring, is it? It's never boring with football. No. Even the, you know non West Ham stuff. You know, it, it always keeps you entertained. It always keeps you interested. It's always something to. It's always something to either laugh at, to criticise, to get angry about. Mm. And and I think and I think you know. Doesn't matter what, and you know, it doesn't matter what happens, you know, at a certain club or a certain ownership or whatever. You know, there'll still be a massive group of people who will go yeah. to the game, support the team. You know, you know, support the team, not the regime. That was what the Newcastle yeah. banners were all yeah. saying, and um, and it is. That's what's been the West Ham fans. You know, we know it's cyclical. We know things happen, and you're right. You know, I'm, and it's like when you change a manager. You know, it's like okay, well, you know, you know, I don't know when Big Sam came in, and you know. It's, it, Everyone's got an, that's what I love football. It's all yeah. about opinions, and no yeah. one's right, no one's wrong, and, and that's what I love about it. And and that's what you get when you talk interview people all over, from all over the world. They have a different sort of take on it because maybe they're not. Yeah. They they sort of filter out a lot of the the Twitterati, and they're looking yeah. at it from a news perspective. And I love it. I love it. They, so. It is, and that's and that's what it's all about, man. Um, that was a long question for when did you get one to go. And that's why I love this show because it just goes on and it's great and yeah. it's brilliant because it just gives you an opportunity to talk. And I'm known, and I'm known for my long talking, so uh, that's that's. that's Anton, Anton might watch this and just go, oh, here he goes, he's on his monologue again, rant mode again, Luke. Here he goes, uh, extra long uh, video, typical. Yeah, I remember. Although I did remember there was Nigel was trying to beat Gonzo's record on the on the videos, and I remember he was he was adamant he wanted to talk for more than an hour and twenty minutes or something like that. Ah, like, so that's my record, is it? That's, that's, that's no, I, I don't that's, know what the record that, is actually. I think it might be Brett Beaton. I think uh, I don't know. I, I can't remember. Who's, I need I need to sort of have some sort of stats, don't I? Sort of the shortest and the longest record. Well, I definitely want to be more quality than quantity. So I'm definitely going to try. That's the key, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I thought, you know, it's like, it depends on your interviewing. It's like, you know, that's why I like interviewing the players because they, they don't want to chat for an hour and a half. They want they want yeah. 45 minutes and it will be 45 minutes and it'll be sound yeah. bites. It'll be, you know, and, yeah. um, but I, I love just ranting on and stuff. It's, it's really interesting. Why not? Um, why let's, not? let's crack on to 11 before you change your mind again. Um, <laughs> now, now, obviously the only rule is you have to be alive to a scene and play, not see yeah. live, but be alive to see and play. Because um, right. obviously that would really um, that really diminish people who in, in Bangalore who've never seen West Ham play. So you know, yeah. it's just like it's just like poor bugger. Yeah. Um, so that's it, man. But you can talk about whoever you want as long as you've been alive to see him play, man. I'm not fussy about formations or anything like that. It's it's it's, it's up to you who you want and how you want to play him. Um, so we'll we'll start off in goal. That's usually the easiest one to start with. Um, yeah. Who have you got in goal for the Bailey Eleven? To be fair, this might surprise a few people. Um, I, th- I think, to be fair, I'm going to warn people: my eleven is not going to probably going to be the best eleven. It's going to be my favourite eleven, um, nice. which is I, I, I'm known to, as well for liking players that aren't particularly good. Uh, yeah, but I like that. That's, that's great. Yeah, that's great though. Um, my my kit would be Shaka Hislop, personally. Now um, that's a great shout. Yeah, he's. It wasn't the best, but he certainly wasn't the worst, and you know he always. I think he he was never looked at by West Ham fans as oh he's in goal he's gonna you know which is what you get sometimes in some of the keepers in the past we've had great ones like like you know Rob Green yeah 
and you know a few others wouldn't have well, but it, it it just sticks in my mind because I think he's a bit underrated. He was never really looked at by West Ham fans as being, even though he's yeah, a good guy, you know, pretty good, quite a good character, but he's never really been heralded by me. I've never really heard about him that much for, you know, being one of the the, the more favourite keepers. But I just I remember when I started watching West Ham, um, he was definitely one of the the first goalkeepers I remember watching, and little things like being in the cup final against Liverpool and I think yeah. he was really really unlucky with that Gerard goal right at the last minute no goalkeeper is saving that I don't care what I don't, I don't, I don't, it's Scaloni's fault for kicking it back in when he shouldn't have done and all that <laughs> but in a day you ain't, you ain't saving that shot and, and he oh, was really yeah. unlucky not to not to be a, not to be an FA Cup winner because I think he deserves it I think he was, I think he was a good goalkeeper for us you know yeah no he's a great and we've had him on the channel great guy lovely bloke loves the club and that, I mean, all the ex-players you talk to, they they don't even say a bad word against the. No. Actually, one did, um, but it wasn't a bad word. It was just like it was Mr. Riacoco, and he had like. But then he had criticism. You know, there was there was yeah, it was angst against him, and he went, I did yeah. get a bit of ag about that and this and that, but you know, I still love West Ham, and um, and Shaka was was brilliant. Loved him, lovely guy, you know, massive fan. Still really like follows the club and. Just a lovely bloke. And again, we're talking mm. about that, that different era of football, you know. Mm. Obviously, and it, it, as I said, indicative of football in general, not just West Ham, but, you know, at, at West Ham, at Upton Park, you'd put your hands to the railings and you'd get them to sign mm. your programme. Nowadays, you can't. Same as most modern stadiums, you know, they go around the yeah. back or they come through. Um, and, and, I mean, Shaka, you know, I used to live in Loughton. Shaka lived in Loughton. I used to serve him at Safeways. Right. Um, he'd be doing his grocery shopping, and again nowadays, yeah. you you know you've got I don't know Lanzini or, or any sort of profession. Mm. They're in Canary Wharf in the part, you know, rooftop yeah. apartment. And fair play to him in a way. Fair yeah, play to him. You've got a lot of money. Good luck to you. Well, yeah, exactly. I mean, I wouldn't if I had the money to pay someone to go and or, or get Deliveroo or a Cardo in. I'd you know I'd, yeah. I'd do that. I wouldn't want to go to Marks and Spencers on a Sunday. Um, yeah. and, and fair play to him, but you, you miss that, that excitement, you know, when you're walking down the mm. road. And oh my god, look, it's Pete Butler. Oh my god, Pete Butler. Um and and you don't get that now, which is a real shame, I think, um, from yeah. a kid's perspective. But anyway, rant over, Shaq is in. <laughs> Who's next? You go for the yeah. team as you want to, Luke, man. Yeah, I have sort of got a four four too. It's it's nice. quite casual. It's, it's, it's you know, you've always <laughs> got a I do like the four four. I think it's I think it's an underrated formation nowadays. I think a lot of teams sort of seem to be a bit scared to play four four two. It leaves them a bit open, but I mean I like a four four two. Um I think left back it was between for me, um, McCartney and um Kinchesky. and I think I'd have to gonna have to go with Kinchesky because yeah. he scored that goal in the cup final. He was a he's been a you know, West Ham fan since he was young. Um, I've seen him in videos, I think the American Hammers before when he was interviewed. Um, and he just, he, I kind of like it when you've got. See, I, I obviously I played a copy of FIFA, and I think a yeah. few years ago I did a I did a, a West Ham career mode, when uh, I just picked players based on either having an affiliation with West Ham or being like a known West Ham fan. So I signed yeah. players like uh, John Joe Shelby because I've heard he's a West Ham fan. He's been around that sort of time. I bought back John Munker, George Munker from Swindon because I thought, oh, he's been in a West Ham team. You know, his, his, his dad used yeah, to play yeah. for us, all, all that sort of stuff. Like that. And I just sort of signed. I, I didn't do very well, uh, but <laughs> I still, I, I still wanted to sign him. And um, I've always like, I like that idea that you know, you, you you are a fan of the club. You've made it as a professional, um, and suddenly you get your chance to go and you know play for the team, and yeah. he, and he took it. 
and he probably wasn't on the best. You know, I can't remember every game that he played, but when he did play, um, you know, there's. I think he came. I think he came a bit before. I think it was Alunga, Harita Alunga, was yeah. trying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I thought Alunga was going to be a really good player. You know, to try and sort of be uh, even, you know, as good as him. Or I can't remember what he signed actually saying. Maybe my memory even defeats me. But it was that goal, and, and it was really ironic actually because. Uh, I remember being on holiday in Turkey and my brother had a, um, a, a dream um, that we'd won the, the cup final 3-2 yeah. and Kaczewski had scored. Didn't say he scored the winner, he just said he scored. So yeah. we we're all in this bar in this, in this cafe in Turkey and it's half of the, half the cafe is West Ham, half the cafe is Liverpool. And when Kaczewski scored, I just looked at him and he went, no, I can't believe this. And I looked at my dad, going, "Did you put a bet on this?" And he went, "I forgot to. I forgot to. No." Oh, no. And, then, and, then, and, then, and then, lo and behold, Gerald scored anyway, so the bet would have been voided, and he would have been just had some money. But uh, yeah, it was it, 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 that cup final. I think you sort of tend to get an affiliation with those sort of players. Mm. And I'm picking two from there definitely because of just the fact that you kind of, you know, it's it's that just that love of West Ham and knowing yeah, that he's, totally. he's a West Ham boy and that he might not have be great every game, but he. He's got the heart and he's got the love You know he's going to put... Yeah, and that's the thing. You know he's going to put it in, though, in it, because he's a fan. Mm. And yeah. it doesn't matter how professional you are or whatever. And, you know, the the assumption is, you know, if it's your boy or club, I think that's why, you know, you know... You know, someone like Nobes, obviously, you know, he's you know he's, he's a West Ham boy. And I think, he, you know, he might not have a good game, but you know he's put a shift, still put a shift. He's had a go, you know. And, yeah. and we love... God loves a try, and West Ham fans love a try. Um, and, and Paul was, you know, I mean, Paul's a lovely. He's he's coming on soon, so we'll get him on the channel soon. But um, no, Conch is a good man, and um, yeah, I mean, obviously until recently he was part of the sort of the setup, wasn't he? He's gone back to Billericay yeah. now. Um, but uh, and again, it's great that they, that we're getting more of these sort of ex players in the setup. Yeah, just because to keep that sort of West Hamness about the squad. Yeah. No doubt about Something that. Um, all right, Paul's in. Yeah. Who's next, man? Yeah. Right, this this might surprise a few people, um, but I actually really like Manuel da Costa when he played for us. Um, and there's, there's one particular reason why I, I went to I went to a game um, when we were we were fighting relegation. We were you know Zola, we, were, we were under Zola and we were yeah. playing. I think it was um, Sunderland. I can't be totally sure, but there was a moment we, we were behind the goal that uh, they were going to be shooting against us in the second half. Um, and the, the players come out after half time, and I remember, I remember him looking at, at the fans, and just stood there and just took it in awe, and then he just suddenly just went, "Come on, come on!" You know, to the rest of these players, going, "Look, look at them! Look at the fans! They're behind mm -hmm. us! They're really up for us!" And and I've never I never saw him give a half ass game. Maybe I was watching a different game. Maybe I was watching. I remember got different memory. People go, "Oh, he was crappy. He was he? You know, he, he didn't do anything." But I always thought he was a little bit underrated. He always he always had that bit of a psycho bit of attitude towards him. Mm. He was going for a tackle quite hard. And he would always, and I think there was one game as well where we played Stoke away, where he went in for a header from a corner, and he'd, and he'd gone like he'd closed his eyes and gone to it. It's so hard. He's just basically <laughs> he's head butted a defender, but he's done it with his teeth. So he almost knocked all his teeth out because he just went. I'm going to hit this ball. Went miles over. <laughs> didn't, didn't even connect with it. But he just went bang. I thought that mentality is brilliant. Um, but yeah, I, I quite liked him. He, he, he was, um, I think he was, I think Winston Reid came in the season after he was bought or he, he left for that season. But I was really gutted when he left. Cause I thought, I'd, I'd, again, he's probably one of them players that wasn't isn't particularly fond, you know, remembered 
remembered fondly by West Ham fans. But I, I just I just liked him. I just liked the way he, he, he went about his game, you know. Yeah, I mean, I mean, he's. Um, I was quite funny the other day. I think it was during um, restart in. So obviously he's in Turkey, isn't he? And um, there was the the ruck between him and Faguli, and uh, yeah. Faguli got sent off on the VAR, and I was like, oh, good old West Ham boys, yeah, still doing it, you know, <laughs> still smashing each other up. But no, you mean he yeah. was? I mean, he was a he was a good keeper. He was a good keeper, good centre back. He was, you know, a typical West Ham. You know, he could put it about a bit, but he could play. I remember he was he was quite a, you know he was quite a tidy player as well. And um, yeah, no, I know what you mean. He's one of those players. I mean, I don't. I'm rubbish. I'm like I'm rubbish at remembering what seasons players play in and stuff like that. I always remember them based on the shirts. And for Manuel de Costa, I always see him in that checkerboard shirt we used to have, yeah, SBO bet yeah. checkerboard. Do you I know what I mean? Like I yeah, like that. I like that one. It, was that was... right. it divided opinion, but I thought, yeah, I thought it was alright. Yeah, I quite like that one. But yeah, there you'd always be that in that that one with me. But uh, yeah, okay, Manuel de Costa. I think I think yeah. he got picked by. I want to say Faubert picked him. But yeah. He didn't come up until recently, and I think it was might be mm. Faber picked him because um, he was one of his one of his mates. But um, all right, he's in. Who's next? Who's he going to partner in that in that central this, defense? This it has to be for me, Winston Reid. Um, Reid, it, it, scoring the goal against Millwall to win the game yeah. in the in the last derby we had, then to score the winner in the uh, the last you know. Um, I'm picking a defender that scores amazing goals. It's weird for West Ham. That never really, normally happens. Um, no. But it, he's when he signed, it was a bit... I remember it being the most unflattering. This was like when the owners had just taken over and they advertised it as we were signing this world-class, um, you know, uh, you know, he's, he's represented this country yeah. at the World Cup. And, he, and he's just, you know, everyone's going, oh, who's this going to be? And... Um, I'll just charge my phone up. And he, and, uh, went, and he plays for New Zealand. Never yeah. went. Who? What? What? It's called one goal against New Zealand, and he—that's about all he'd done from a header from a corner. Um, and I thought, who's this geezer turning up? But then he signed, and he just seemed to just slot straight in. And I think he wasn't very relied upon in the relegation fight we had. But then when we were trying to go up that season in the Championship under Allardyce, he was a completely different different machine, and he, yeah. he, he's grown and grown and grown since that season, and. He's he's been a captain. He's scored some vital goals. He's when he has played, I don't think I've known one player, to, one one fan to go. Oh, Reed's playing today. It's a bit dodgy. You kind of go, okay, Reed's 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 reliable. He's you know mm-hmm. he's the man to go to. So yeah, it, for me, it's for longevity as well because I think it's a real shame that he his career's gone the way it has done. In the fact, he's he's on loan and he's just getting back now. And he had, he's had some bad injuries in the past, but generally, yeah. I, I I I think he's done a lot for the club. I really, I really do. Oh yes, I mean he's. I mean this is tenth year, technically he's yeah. still under the club, and you know, and obviously we signed him in twenty ten. Totally agree with you, you know, World Cup winning, well now World Cup yeah. uh, defender, and we're thinking, here we go, here comes Nesta and yeah, yeah. this guy from from Mitch Lag in, uh, in in Denmark. Um, but yeah, no, and you're right. The best the best thing for him was West Ham going down. Because it made him as a player. Um, yeah, and, and quite a lot of people, few players, like actually got quite, yeah. quite a good thing out of that. Definitely, and and they just built up their confidence because they're beating teams a lot. And then when you go up, you look like a better. Uh, you know, it's like it, it's, you know when when people come up, who you know teams come up and they and they haven't and that that team hasn't spent hundreds of millions of pounds on mm. new players coming in. Nine out of ten, they actually perform quite all right. You know, like Sheffield mm. United and. 
Yeah. Um, Norwich may be the exception, but they still spent reasonably big. But, um, you know, when we obviously came up, we did all right, you know, that first sort yeah. of like, you know, we did okay. We got to the you know, finals and stuff. But um, no, yeah, I love Rido. I think he was a, a, a great guy and uh, a class. He was a class. Well, on his day, yeah. on his day, he was a really class defender. And that, that's that's yeah. all too rare yeah. at the moment. But, um, right, Rido's in. Who's, who's next? Right back? Yeah, right back. There's been a few that have had dodgy ones over the years. Yeah. Um, I actually I actually quite like Cole Jenkinson when he first come on loan because he he, he, he just, everyone was like, it, it was part of the team that had Sacco and Valencia and Downing and thought, we're in a top four here, we could, we could qualify for Champions League. Then I think he got injured um, and then the next season he come back and he wasn't quite the same player as he was. Um, yeah. But you mentioned Julian Faber earlier and I have to say, I I would have to go with Julian Faber. And it, it, it's it's mainly down to the respect he's shown the club since he's left. Mm. Um, he's, he's done a lot of things on social media where he's thanked the club, sort of thing like that. But when we signed him, remember it being him an absolute weird on YouTube, and he looked oh, so yeah. good. He looked so good that a lot of people were going, "How's this geezer not been not been uh, you know looked at by Arsenal and Real Madrid, who he ended up going to for a little bit, which is kind of ironic." Um, he was never that. He was never the best. Best right back. He was. He was never bought as a right back. He was always bought as a as, as a right midfielder. But he was kind of almost made into a right back due to necessity. I think it was in the end. Um, but he always had a every now and then, like maybe one crossing five was decent. And I'm 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 being uh, being quite generous there. But he, he scored a few goals and stuff like that. But I think there was just something about him where he just seemed to be. Always up for it. Always, you know, he'd mm. have a quiet game sometimes, and then he, 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 the next game he just burst into life or something like that. Um, people might look back going, "How the hell have you chosen Fobert right back?" But I ask people now, have a look back at our right back, especially over the last twenty years, and tell me a good one. Because um, because Glenn Johnson weren't giving weren't in enough for yeah. me to choose him because he was he was going to be the rising star, and he, you know he might have got in then for me. Um, but we've had, you know, we have had Joe O'Brien. He's been pretty good um, when he was coming up from the uh, championship and stuff like that. But for me, it's just got to be for Bear. From what I remember, you know, the highlights that he did have for us and the way that he's talked about it since he's left just just leaves a good um, good taste in my mouth yeah. about him. Yeah, really. no, good shout, good shout. And I think Fobia was the first person I remember proper doing the YouTube thing on. You know what I mean? It's like you know, yeah, every, now, yeah. nowadays it's like, it's like a scouting you know, so, mission, isn't it? Yeah, yeah you do your own scout like you know, Ollie Watkins yeah. or Rico. Oh, I just get to see him on YouTube, and there'll be someone yeah. would have put his, his his goal highlights. And I don't remember ever doing it up until Julian uh, and Fobe comes along, and this guy's rapping, and you know they call him the the TGF, you know, the, the really yeah. fast. And you think of this guy, and then he got injured, didn't he, in training um, mm. after we signed him in pre season? And um, yeah, cracking bloke, honestly, love. Such a nice guy to chat to as well. And, um, yeah, absolutely adores the club. Adores West Ham. And um, we do all right with French players, yeah, yeah, I think, yeah, West Ham. I did an 11, a, a French 11 the other day, and it was... We, we were doing all right. You know, Bernard Lamar and people like that. And, you know, we've done okay with French players. Hasn't been too many flops, which has been good. Um, right, Faubert's in. Let's go into midfield. Just going just to say on that, if there's any comments going back saying he's an idiot bit again for Bear... You've got to have one crap player playing for West Ham. Let's face it, we we never had a full team of of, of good players, have we? It's got to be one player that's a bit naff. Do you know um, what? I think I, I think Fobert, you know, on when he on his day, you know, he he was 
he was. I mean, you know, I mean, fuck, you know, we put we put Mikel in at right back sometimes, you know, and you know. I was thinking so, about adding him for that reason, but he's played terrible at right back from what I remember. So I thought, no, I couldn't do. I couldn't do that to him. I couldn't do that to him. Fullbacks is um, a period, We've always struggled with fullbacks anyway, so yeah, Fobes as good as any, I think we've had. Go on, who's next, man? Yeah. Talking about Antonio, I'll just put him in now. He is, he is in for me. He's, he's at right midfield for me. Um, yep. Ever since he's come to the club, he just epitomises everything about West Ham, not just in the good ways, in the bad ways as well, because he's not, he's never been the technically the best player. And when you used to watch him when he first signed for us, you'd look at him like, how has he still got the ball, having gone past yes. about three players? And he looks, he looks drunk. He looks pissed. He looks like one of them guys you found, like, you know, like the marshes, you know, after you know, ten, <laughs> ten parts and whatever. But fair play to the boy. He's. I, 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 there was one time I think a few years back when he lost the ball against Palace, and you know Zaha went up and scored him. We went, "What are you doing, Antonio? You should have just cleared it or kept it in the corner and stuff like that." And it was the only time anyone's looked at him like in, in a bad light. But mm. he, he, I think he even looked at himself like he was fed up at that point. I don't know why it was. It must have been a reason for it, stuff like that. But he just he has epitomised a the humour. West Ham fans have, right? <laughs> the piss takedness, right? The fact that you do the, the, almost the, uh, what's going to happen next? Uh, you know, because, cause, like, like me and Nigel said last night on uh, Gift of the Gap on Nigel United, he doesn't, he, he looks like he doesn't know what he's going to do with he the ball next. So how, how's the defender going to know? And, yeah. um, he scored some, he scored some really, really important goals for the club over the years. I think the most important was the one away at Spurs. That, that was definitely the most important mm. one because uh, you know you got that in the bank, haven't you? Yeah. Um, but he's just he's just a class act of a guy. He just he just seems to come. In, in fact, actually, um, the season ticket holders that uh, that we we sit with at the games, you know, um, one of them was in a, an advert with him um, for uh, shin pads, ironically, and um, <laughs> he said he, he met him and got talking to him, and he said within five minutes or ten minutes he'd forgotten he played for West Ham. Because he was so down to earth and so yeah, so chatty yeah. that he just went. Oh, after when they left, he went. Oh yeah, yeah, you know. You know hopefully, you get a win on Saturday. Oh yeah, shit, he plays for stand, doesn't he? And it, it was so <laughs> so casual, and I, just, and I love that. He just he, there's nothing about him that just seems up his own ass. He just he just seems. Yeah, you're right. Just, you're thinking about it. You're thinking. Yeah, thinking about. It. You're right. He's just he gets. He's just got this. West, he's got. He just understands the West Ham humour, doesn't he? Mm. And I mean, remember you and I just saying, you know, he crashed a car and made it funny. You yeah. know, it's like, he's yeah. like only him would crash his Lamborghini and be in a suit in a snowman outfit. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, and totally. it's so true. Thinking about it, um, the only thing that really pisses me off of Antonio, I'll be honest, is, mm. and it's it, is why he hasn't done a chicken dance as his celebration yet. Do you know why you've I got, think he has? You've got, you've got Kevin Nolan there. It's so obvious. Yeah, I think he. I think he's worried about getting sued by Kevin Nolan for it. And um, <laughs> you know, you never know. And now he's in. Now he's in the coaching team as well. You can imagine yeah. Kevin going to him, lad. Don't 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 do that, lad. Don't 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 show no. me up. That was that was my celebration. That's not yours. You know, leave it where it is. Um, and he, he, he's look. I ain't being funny. He doesn't. He doesn't need the chicken dance. He's got so many others he comes up with. It, it, yeah. It's almost like a new one for everyone he scores. So uh, I'll, I'll always remember. I remember the one. You know when he scored in the, the, the final game at the bowling. It was two-two, and the momentum was going. Everyone was like, "Right, we're back in this now." And he was trying to do his dance, but Andy Carroll was like, "Can you just stop dancing? We need to get <laughs> yeah. back and get the winning goal." <laughs> it was brilliant. He's just he's just a great dad, and I, and I, and I love him. I always will. Yeah. Be. No, I just think he's and he's he's, he's he epitomises sort of a West Ham player, wasn't he? He, he mm. bought him and he's he was raw. He's grafted. He's played in God yeah. knows how many positions. 
And, you know, after five years the other day, wasn't it? After five years, he's finally this in this position where we really, really rely upon him. Yeah, Um, which is good on him. Which is good, yeah. Pays off. Definitely, definitely. Right, Antonio's in. Who's next? Right, this guy uh, is is a controversial one, but I I don't care. I've always had respect for him. Scott Parker. um, Yeah. For me, me, he he was the main reason why we, we, we. those seasons where we were trying to stay up under Zola and under Grant, he I've never seen the player work harder, to be honest no, with you. And he, he dragged that team um, as far as he could. And I'll always remember Colton Cole saying, when we drew 3-3 mm. um, away to West Brom in, in a post-match interview, and they said, How, where did you find that, that where did you find the, uh, you know, the ability to come back from? And he said, to be honest with you, it was, it was, it was Scott Parker. He said, it was half-time mm. team talk. He, he said, I, I had tears in my eyes. It was, it was you yeah. know, he had so much emotion, and it kind of it doesn't annoy me because I understand why West Ham, certain West Ham fans feel that way. That because he went to Spurs and the way he did it, maybe that he doesn't deserve any more respect than he gets a bit of you know criticism and stuff like that. Um, it kind of annoys me that maybe he he's not looked like he should be by oh, West Ham fans totally. for what he Winds did while at the, what he did, and you know the, the reports I heard is that his dad was a West Ham fan, his dad was a, a Tottenham yeah. fan, and on and on his deathbed it was like a, it's like a wish that you know I want to play for Tottenham to, to pay me dad back, and I, 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 I'm sorry but I've got to respect that, I've got I have to respect that, but everything about him, the way he played, when he played, the goals he scored, people forget he scored some blinding goals, he scored some amazing goals. Um, and if you look on YouTube, West, you know Scott Parker's West End goals. I'm sure that you'll be reminded of some absolute worldies that he scored. Mm. Um, but I just there's that celebration after he scored against Wigan, and he went over to Zola, and it was just, I just it, again he epitomised at that time, maybe not afterwards, but at that time he epitomised what every single West End fan wants to see in a player. Totally. Um, black, black boots, old school, war haircut. You know he, he had the lot, and he was like a throwback to a proper. A proper old school footballer, and I've always respected him for it. Oh, totally, and and I'm I'm so with you on that. It, it I am it it re I get really angry when people talk yeah. about Scott Parker in a bad light because you know he won how many year three years in a row. You look at other people who won, he's won that. You know, it's more, it's Bond, it's people like that, yeah. and it's like, you know, he as you said, he was there was he was in a shit team, and he literally carried West Ham for three years carried them on his back so much so i'd see him like walking out and he almost not be on crutches but almost crawling out he'd put so much into yeah. the game and yeah. um and yeah no i'd you know in the day we, we, he got relegated you know he he's got family wanted to stay in london you know he's got mm. kids there he's his dad having his dad and it's like fair enough you know we were shit enough yeah. not to you know not, not to stay up and that's unfortunate but you know and he, he carried on playing until until he went, it's not like he went and put a transfer request in like a Defoe or someone like that. No, and no. it really, really winds me up because, you know, everyone talks about Mark Noble. Mark Noble wouldn't, you know, and I'm adamant, Mark Noble wouldn't be the Mark Noble we see now or we've seen last, whatever it was, 10 years or so, if it wasn't for Scott Parker's influence because he tutored him um, and, you yeah. know, now Mark is tutoring Deck. So it's all this little circle of life type thing and... Um, and if anything, just for the Parker pirouette, you know, the, the yeah. little turn, that's that was Scott Parker, and that's why I loved the man. Noble, um, Noble was doing that in the championship he was doing, the season yeah. Parker left. You could tell he that he had an influence on him. Yeah. And, and he's been De- doing it ever since. I know, I know and then it back. Yeah, Deck did it as well. Yeah, I, I saw yeah, Deck do it yeah. a few times in restart. Yeah. I thought it was quite funny. Yeah. Right, Scott's in. Who's Scott going to partner in the middle? Yeah, just just mentioning Dick and Rice there. I, I 
there's going to be players that I'm gutted and I'm a bit uh, not ashamed of myself for not including because I've I've got you know I loved it in rice pieces yeah. and you know he's, he's he's up there at the moment for me uh, but this uh, there's going to be a couple of players that are going to shock it's just a couple of players that are going to shock people that I haven't included but it's just it's just my own opinion right now if I'm going to have to pick my my living now um, I can't pick three strikers is kind of what I was going to try and do yes I'm having right. to go with 4-4-2 okay. four, four, so I've got I've got, I've got, I've got a, well, this is the thing. I wanted to include Diamante, yeah. right? Yeah. And the reason why, because I'm gutted he didn't stay longer, because I thought what a player we could have had, because when he left West Ham, he mm. got into the Italian team, he was being mm. looked at by the top clubs, um, and I think he was a really... Yeah, but yeah do you know what? Yeah, Diamante. Yeah, I picked yeah. Diamante in, in, in the midfield, um, nice. because when he played West Ham, I remember the first game he played, he came on as a sub against Wigan. Um, and he, he he hit the ball from about thirty yards out or something like that, just outside the box, and he and he hit and he hit the uh, he, hit, he hit the crossbar, um, yeah. and he went. His reaction was like someone had just shot him in the kneecap. <laughs> he, he just went like that, you know, almost tore his hair out. And he, he you know, the game's going to go against Liverpool. I think he scored a free kick, or, or you know, he, he missed a penalty against Arsenal or something like that. But the whole, it was like the new De Canio for us. We everyone thought he, he was, was the, yes. the, it was the new De Canio light. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The emotions, you know, he, he showed glimpses of the ability. He wasn't always there as a player, but he, there was something about him where, you know, he, I think he almost scored from the halfway line when he when he took a shot against the team, and he just he just. I think there was, a, there was an image where he scored a goal for us, and his wife was in the in the, in the box room, and she couldn't hold her baby because everyone was jumping around and celebrating so much. Um, and it, it's, it's gutted for me. I've always thought to myself, um, if only he'd stayed more, he could have mm. become a West Ham, you know, West Ham cult hero. I won't say legend because that's that's, that's savoured for, for other, other players, but definitely a cult hero. And it's it's just gutting for me. He didn't he didn't, he didn't stay um, he didn't stay longer. Yeah, no, he's one of those players that. You enjoyed seeing, and yeah, it was mm. a throwback to Canio, and mm. uh, it was just just because I think it's just the Italian passion more than anything. But yeah. no, I loved him, and he had an interview the other day, wasn't it, with um, uh, Russian Thomas, and um, mm. and it was brilliant, you know, saying how much he loved the club, and he really regretted leaving for Brescia. I think he went to, and you know, love love the guy, absolutely love him. Okay, Diamante's in. Who is next? Who have we got next? Hello? Can you hear me, Luke? <laughs> Hello, Luke? <laughs> Can you hear me? Right, my connection's got a bit slow at the moment. I thought <laughs> Don't I worry. You're there, but I can't. Yeah, That's okay. Go no through. worries. Right, can you hear me? Yes. Hold on. I'm going <laughs> to leave and come back. Hold on. No worries. That's cool, man. No problem. Oh dear, technical. Right, hold on. <laughs> hold on. Right, you back? You can hear me? I can hear you. Can you hear me? Right, are we back? Are you, are you all good? Yeah, we're carrying on. Right. We're carrying on. Don't yeah, worry. It's, it's so, raw. Uh, it's so raw. It's unedited. It's all right. It's so, all cool. Um, it's cool, yeah, man. Don't worry. It's fine. Right, uh, I'll, I'll I'll try and speed this up because I'm not too sure I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have, have, have on this. Um... <laughs> My last midfield one, yeah. My last midfield, my last one um, is going to uh, it's going to annoy people. I think it's going to. 
I can hear you. You're right, man. You okay? Right. Anyway, Luke will be back very, very shortly. He's going to drop out and drop back in again. Hopefully it will work and uh, hope everyone's well. Um, we've got the game shows every Thursday for Iron Sporting Food Banks, um, which is really, really good. Um, make sure you support that. Obviously, make sure as well that you're donating to uh, the Iron Supporting Food Banks. There we go. He's got the ticker on it. Um, we're looking to raise £20,000 in the next, um, it, by the end of September. So please make sure you donate to that channel. Um, it's a great cause um, and, and we're really looking forward to that. We've got lots of great stuff coming up as well. Um, hopefully, Luke will be back in very, very shortly. Luke's coming back in now as we speak. Uh, he's coming back in as we speak. There he is. I'm just taking that. I've done my bit of charity work. There we go. Right. You all right, Luke? Uh, yeah, can you hear me now? You all right? Yeah, I can hear you fine. Yeah. I can hear you fine to start right, off with, okay. man. It was all right. Don't worry. Yeah. So who's next no. midfield? He's gonna pick, you said he's going to piss you off this midfield and piss people off. Who are you going to pick next? Right. It's, it's going to be uh, Dimitri Payet. I don't, but that's the yeah. thing. People always say it pisses them off, but everyone picks him. And there's a reason why everyone picks him. Yeah, it, it's... I can't stand what he'd done to the club. He was a snake and all the rest of it. But for me, he's the best player I've ever seen in the West Ham shirt while I've watched the club. Um, just for pure ability. Um, you know, there, there was a game um, again away at Man United and, you know, scored the free kick from 30 yards out. I remember watching that on a, on a stream and it was a little bit lagging behind and my brother come down from the stairs and going, have you just seen what he's done? And I was like, no, I haven't yet. Hold on. He has, he hasn't, oh, he has, and then, and then went, and then went ballistic, and he was just, he just, just, just. I, I remember, watching, I remember watching him at certain times, and just, he'd left me, he'd leave me jaw drop for about thirty seconds, yeah. and I'd be going, how can a player a this good, be at West Ham and be like, how is he, how is he doing what he's doing, what is, what is, and he he just leave me speechless, and it's just so gutting the way that he's left the club and what's happened and stuff like that. Um, and you know, he's, I don't hate him for what he's done, and he's 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 dead to me and all sorts of stuff like that. But <laughs> fundamentally, he's he's the best. And I'm and I, and Dicanio is my favourite ever player for his ability and his and his passion as well. But he just he, from, what, from what I've witnessed, I didn't I didn't witness very much of Dicanio at the time um, as I was growing up. But I, but I remember witnessing Pia, and I just have to. And it, and it, it it's it's really. Uh, it's a difficult one, but yeah, it's got to be Pyatt for me. No, I, I I totally agree, and and it's one of those things where, you know, everyone sort of talks about him and, and oh, I hated him, but he was the best player of us all, and, and that's and that's what it's all about. Uh, I think you yeah. know, he, we wouldn't have that incredible season, the uh, last season yeah. of bowling without him, and, Memories and stuff. exactly, and you know, people think you know, yeah, he, where he left, but you know, people also forget how he came to us, which was exact. Mm. People always forget, which is exactly the same thing he did. So he's got yeah. form, and he's done it every club he's been to. So what did you yeah. expect? Same as Arnie. I mean, mm -hmm. De Canio yeah. when he got him because he That's pushed over that. a referee. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, you know what I mean. So we've got Mavericks. form, Mavericks, Maverick, man. and that's what you get if you get a Maverick. You know they're going to throw their toys out because that's what they do. Yeah. That's just the players they are. They're impetuous. That's why we always like playing Arsenal or whatever because you know you just wind up a few of their boys yeah. and they'll throw their toys out, and that's exactly what you get. But yeah. he had an incredible talent and was by far the best player I've ever seen at West Ham. Technically, not the best player, but the best player technically. So I think mm. De Canio had. 
the technical ability, but he had the passion. And I think you needed yeah. a mixture of two. But Pye is in. Who is next? Yeah. Right, the two strikers, it was going to be Di Canio, right? Yeah. But like I said, I didn't witness that much of him, unfortunately. I've sure, only seen that's cool. Back so the first one um, is uh, Dean Ashton. Um, yeah. Because for me, he was he could have been... Um, how Harry Kane is uh, is looked at now in the current England team, he could have been that Good type chair. of player. Um, and he's, I, I, I think when he was announced that he actually retired, I had a tear in my ear, tear in my eye, because I was so I was I was just so gutted for him. Um, yeah. I, think, I, I wouldn't have I wouldn't have cared if he went to Man United, to be honest with you, because I thought well, no, well you've always fought Man United, you were linked there to go there, and you deserve. You, you, it was almost inevitable that you were going to go there anyway because West Ham went anywhere near looking like they were going to the challenge the, the top six no. or whatever like that. but it was it, little things like the goal he scored away against Man United where mm. he, he was against the prime Rio Ferdinand and, and Good point. he was injured at the time and to do the overhead kick in the way that he did mm. and then had the Man United fans behind the goal clapping him yeah, um, so everything about that, you know, and it just, just, just the way he was, just the way he carried himself. He's, he's always carried himself as, as you know, West Ham lover since he's been, you know, he's, he's, I think he's a bit of a Norwich, he's a, he's a Norwich, you know, boy, you know, he does a lot of things for them, but fundamentally, he's always given time for West Ham, always respected them. Um, and watching him, he was just, you know, ever since he signed from his, from his debut against Arsenal away, it was a colossal, and it was just, for me, I, I, I'm including him as well because I'm gutted that he didn't get more of a chance to be, to have a career. Which is which is the crying shame for me. Exactly, and he was. I mean, you know, for me, he was the ultimate striker. He had everything. He had everything. He had pace. He wasn't quickest, but he could beat a defender. He had skill. He had. He could hold it up, and it was just a terrible shame. It, but for England as well, you know, not just for West Ham. As you said, he might not have stayed at England, stayed at West Ham for many yeah, many years yeah. on top. Um, but you know, England, it. England were quite were crying out for. That partner with Rooney, weren't they? And yeah, they he were. would have been that partner. Probably would have been that partner of Man United as well. But yeah, exactly. it goes with that. But you know, it's um, and I just think it's it's a terrible shame. And but he still speaks really highly of the club. Um, and obviously yeah, he did because we sort of <laughs> helped him out. You know, he kept him going. Yeah. Bless him. And uh, I still can't look at Sean Wright Phillips. And uh, no. <laughs> I turn it off when he's on telly. It's really, really feels irrational. Poor bloke, you know. Typical West Ham, you know. The smallest player on the pitch, co- you know, yeah. literally hobbles off our, our star striker. But uh, it is, it's, it is, it's, quite, it is. it's quite strange because I remember, I, I think there was a report a few years back where his manager at Crew, I think it was the youth, the youth team manager or something like that, said... Um, they were asked about is it you know was the injury prone in a city to be honest with you he said he took a longer recovery bars than anyone else he said i'm kind of i wasn't really that surprised that he uh he had a few injuries and it was i weren't there i didn't see the tackle that phillips done on him it could mm-hmm. have been a little niggle that he ended up doing him you know sometimes you get them when they just they just knock him and he goes into something yeah. else you know the way he plants his foot or whatever it is but um he was the most ironic player to do it but he did it and it, it, it caused the uh it was a knock-on effect and that's that's what ended his career, unfortunately. But yeah, for me, it's Dean Ashton, just just yeah. for everything encompassed, basically. Good chat. And who's the last? Who's the last one? Last one is um, one of my all-time cult heroes. Um, who who? <sighs> I'm trying to think of a good way to describe him, but I'll just say his name, Carlton Cole, for me. Yeah. Um, it, it, it's purely down to the fact that he, he stayed at West Ham so long, 
and he was the biggest confidence player West Ham have ever had, purely <laughs> down to the fact that under Zola, he was world class. He was at yeah. times he was he was you know you, you, this this was the times where I think streams were a little bit they weren't really hearing it. So everyone relied on Jeanette Soccer Saturday. Everyone relied on the reports. And I think Paul Merson must have watched West Ham fans quite West Ham games yeah. quite regularly. Every single week, he'd go, Cole Cole's unplayable. He should be in the England team. He's just, he's, there's no way you can play against him. And I think the thing that sums Carlton Cole up was we were playing Tottenham, I think it was the opening day of the season, one game or so, it was definitely at the start of the season. And he scored an absolute blinder from about 25 mm. yards. You know, everyone's like, like, well, you know, you know this, this is this is Carlton Cole's epitome game. You know, it, 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 it was on form, scored an amazing goal. And then literally, I think it was like a minute later, he just played the best through ball to Defoe to go and equalise. And everyone was like, well, what? where did that come from? Why, why has he done that? And it was like, it was like after that, he, he just he went, oh my God, he just, like, his, his form just sort of dipped. Just peaked. His yeah, confidence peaked dipped. It, it was that, but that summed him up as a player. But for me, in this day and age, players do not take wage cuts. The, the, mm. the, even if they do it's reported, no. they, they, somehow they've they got around it right but when we got relegated I know people say oh, he, he only stayed with us because he couldn't get another club that is that is complete and utter tosh for me if a player wants to leave he goes he gets his yeah, agent on the phone he sort, he sort, sort, sort to move out yeah. um, and he stayed with us and he took a pay cut and he said, he said, he said I think he said at the time I kind of blame myself for West Ham going down because I didn't score enough goals to try and keep us up Oh. I think that's correct. I'm not. I can't be sure, but I, I think. Yeah, I, I think. I think it's. I think it's similar. Yeah. I agree. But generally, he's he's he was a workhorse. You know, he 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 was like I said. People say, oh, he was lazy sometimes. Yeah, pretty because he was unconfident. If you see the guy when he's confident, he's full of beans. He was running around here and there and everywhere. It, for me, it was a bit between him and Harewood. I always loved. I always loved Harewood yeah, yeah, yeah. the fact that he was a bit of a confident as a player as well. And he's always loved the club and done this and that. But for, for, for me, Colton Cole, the way he stayed with the club and, the, and and how he, you know, always sort of just... He was, a bit of a, he was a bit of a character as well in interviews. I think he was a bit like Antonio a lot, but he, he kind of liked to bit, bit, have a bit of a laugh and stuff like that. But he, he was... Uh, just for what he's done for the club and, and, and he scored some important goals. And I, mean, I think I remember when under Allardyce, he wasn't getting much game time. Obviously, they had that argument about in-game West Brom and all that. But, but whenever he was played as a sub, he always seemed to score. It was like yeah. a cup game, I think. I think we had someone in the cup. I think it was Everton, um, and he got brought on. And he said, "Oh, cut and cold. Just at least he's going to come on and do something." And he scored within two minutes. It was, it, was, it was a tapping goal, but no one else scored it. He was the one that tapped it in. Yeah. And he was always there for West Ham when we needed him. He was always there to to, to cause trouble for a defender or try and put his head on it. Um, and it, it for me, from what from what I've witnessed, he was um, he's got to be up there for me definitely. Yeah, and and he's just one of those. He's just that's a nice bloke as well, isn't it? As well, mm. I think there's 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 not that many nice blokes in the game. You know, it's not that obvious. Yeah, most of them you seem you know they're in for it themselves. But he just seems a lovely bloke, and he'd always put a shift in. You know, as you said, we love a grafter, and he grafted. You know, wasn't mm. as you said. He'd have these moments of genius, and you'd be like, "Where did that come from? Why are we see? You yeah. know, why is it existently?" But that was Colton, and you know it was Colton. Mm. And to be honest, he was a typical West Ham player. You know, yeah, thinking yeah. about it, West Ham were like, "We beat Chelsea three two, but then lose to, you know, yeah. Burnley or whatever." And it's like, well, how is that the same team? But then how is that score the same Colton Cole? Score Roldy one minute and almost score an own goal the next. Yeah. That was that was that it's was cold, cold, and then and then yeah. we call him can't control, you know, and it's like, it's, yeah, and, that, and that's and that's why I think he's he's the perfect West Ham modern day player because he just does, he just 
epitomises West. Literally yeah. epitomises it. But no, yeah, bless him. Lovely bloke. Lovely bloke. And he's, you know, he's just a. But he clearly loves the club and obviously he's still yeah. involved in the club as well. And yeah. yeah, you know, he does obviously the Irons United stuff. Not the Irons United. Inside Irons with Chris and stuff. Know. And that's funny as well. That's good. You know, it's yeah. just bad. And it's nice to see a nicer side of, of some of the players. But um, no, nah, no, nah, it's a good shout. And uh, Luke, man, it's been, been good fun. Been good fun. Loved Thank it. you very much for having me on. I'm sorry my connection died out. Um, it was kind of it was kind of ironic because I thought to myself, this is going to cut out when I'm about to say Piet. It's going to be like, no, do not say Piet. This <laughs> yeah. is, you know, oh, even my even even phone saying, don't say his name. But uh, yeah, it's I've, I've I've loved it, mate. I've been wanting to do this for ages, and um, yeah, you know, too, luckily really we've got man. me and sort it out. And and this has been the quickest hour and fourteen minutes of my life. Mental, I've enjoyed it? it so it's much. Mental. So it's it, mental, it's, isn't it? Yeah. How quickly it goes. But no, it's been really I've, lovely. I've, I've, I've watched a few of your videos, mate, and I, I want to just want to say, you know, good luck with the charity stuff and sort of stuff like that. But you know, I, there's there's certain YouTube videos and new channels that I watch, and sometimes I get a bit bored and I go, I go off in a little bit while. But I've loved all your stuff, mate, and I think you're cool, a really, you. um, I think you're really clued up, clued up guy. And it, it, it's good luck thank with you. all YouTube stuff because uh, I quite like doing the podcast and YouTube myself, and I'd, I'd love yeah, to do it a bit it. more than I can. Um, but yeah, like I said, you get lots of you and hopefully you get lots, a lot more subscribers and views and all the rest. Cheers, of it. Luke. Thank you very much. Yeah, we just hit three thousand, which is brilliant. So we're hot on the hills of Irons United. I'm joking. Hot on the hills of Irons United. Doesn't matter. <laughs> well, you are. We're all, we're all, yeah, we're all friends. We're all friends. Yeah. God, yeah. I've been I've been on their channel more than they've been on mine. It's all right. No, it's all fun and games. Now, thanks, Luke. Really appreciate your words. And um, uh, obviously, oh, anyone, obviously anyone who's watching, if you want to get get involved, give us a shout, give us a DM, whatever. Love to get you on. Um, thanks for watching. Uh, yeah, share, like, share, subscribe. You know, whether you're watching it on YouTube or you're watching it on, you know, listening to it. You can't watch it on Spotify, but listen to it on Spotify or Apple podcasts and things like that. Give it all a subscribe. Until um, next time, for me and Luke, take care, everyone. Stay safe. That's really important. Come on, you irons, and we'll see you again very, very soon. Take care, everyone. See you later. Bye-bye. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.